your official home for Broncos Training Camp 2018. Let's go, man, let's go! Orange and Blue 760. Let's go out to the UC Health Training Center. And after the walkthrough, DB's coach Marcus Robertson joining us here on Crockett and Stout on Orange and Blue 760. Coach, thanks for joining us. How are you? Hey, no problem. I'm doing well. Man, look how smooth you sound on the Hey, no problem. <laughs> Mark Rob, what's up, man? Ray Crockett, how you welcome doing, to the crowd. Good, good, good. Nice talking to you, man. I've seen you out here a couple of times. I haven't had a chance to holler at you, man. But how you doing? Oh, man, I'm good. And I know you're busy, bro. I, I, you know me. I, I move in silence and violence. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> now, now, let's get right to it, man. I mean, you, you've been in the division. You've been in the AFC West. So you understand what, what it takes to win in this division and you understand who we're playing in this division. As a DB coach, tell me a little bit, because you, you was in administrative office first, and, exactly. and then you decided to come out and start coaching. One, what brought you onto the grass and out of the look out of the coolness of, of those cool refrigerated AC rooms? <laughs> what made you come back to the grass? Well, I'll tell you what, man. When I, when I retired after playing ball um, – one thing I've learned, you know, as as being a former player is is if you wanted to get into the front office, the closer you are to the general manager, the more security you had. And so when I retired, I got an opportunity to go into the front office. And it was probably one of the best things that happened to me simply because of the fact that I got a chance to understand uh, how to build a team, understand exactly how to evaluate players, understand how to uh, manipulate the cap, things of that nature. And then it got I got to a point, Croc, where – you know, you're sitting there as, as a former defensive back and you say, I can help these guys. And what happened was the next day I went downstairs, I asked Coach Fisher if I could put his name on a resume. And, uh, you know, he was like, sure. And uh, it just so happened that the next day um, or a couple of days later, I was driving down to the Senior Bowl and I was halfway down to the Senior Bowl in between uh, Nashville and Mobile. I get a call from Coach Fisher. He tells me to turn back around and meet him in the office. And I walked into the office, and he gave me the defensive back coaching job. So, wow. Um, for me, you know, I always felt like I could, I could, I could be an influence on the, on, on, on the field simply because of the fact that, you know, I, I'm a little high on myself. I felt like I played this game at a very high level, and I have no problem teaching it to guys who have the passion and desire to want to be the best that they can possibly be. So the one thing we talked about, and I love the way you said that because I'm the same way, and, and and that's why I find myself training and mentoring DBs as well and things like that, and even thought about getting into coaching myself. Tell me a little bit about that because you said you played at a high level, and the one thing we just finished talking about was technique and athletic ability. Talk a little bit about that, how you teach that as far as telling guys that everybody's athletic on this level and how important technique is. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because um, in 1993 I had opportunity to play for uh, Buddy Ryan and his system, and he had a he had what he called an AFC uh, system on uh, defense, and and so it, it it relied heavily on the Mike Backer and the free safety to be able to make the call based on whatever the formation was, whatever motion was, and things of that nature. So what happened was he would just give us AFC. So if we came out, if they came out in pro, we had to know exactly what to put the defense in. Me and the Mike Backer, obviously, called called a close side, get the defense, get everybody lined up and ready to play. And what ultimately happened from that was, you know, me as me as me as being a safety, I learned everything from the you know from the shade technique all the way to the post. So I could tell guys as soon as somebody was out of their gap, I was right now. Hey man, you got to get in the a gap. Hey, you got to get this spike. 
or whatever it may be in that regard. So it really made me a student of the game. And then obviously as I got into coaching, I realized that it doesn't matter if you have the athletic ability because if you don't have the, the, the smarts, the knowledge and the wisdom to go with it, um, you know, I'm a firm believer that, you know, talent, talent to get you beat in this league. Smart and tough, you can win some games with guys like those. How has that changed over the years with the guys coming into the league, Coach? Um, it's a little bit more challenging because I think the college game, I, you know, when they cut down, I believe, to the 20 hours, they don't get as much field time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in college, and then you got the hurry-up offense and things of that nature, technique seems to get lost in translation. But I'm a firm believer that uh, there, there's, there's five things that I believe in, okay? I call it the big five. So the first thing is communication. I don't care if it's communication from the sideline uh, onto the football field, to the mic backer, to the post safety, however it is, we got to communicate. Every time somebody moves, you got to communicate. The next thing is, hey, you got to play with good eyes and technique. The only, reason, the only way I know how to play whatever technique it is I'm playing is I got to play with good eyes. All right. So the next thing is, hey, we got to be able to leverage the football. Okay. Those big guys can only big plays happen outside the numbers, especially in a run game. So on the edge, we got to be able to hold the edge, build a wall at the numbers, turn the ball back. So those big guys, when they're running inside out, they can make plays numbers of numbers. Um, The last thing is is not the last thing, but the fourth thing would be. uh, finish at the point of attack. As defensive backs, that's where we make our money at, or that's where we get our. That's that's where we make our plays. Is being violent at the point of attack, and they don't catch the ball. Period. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the fifth thing would be win situational football. So we always got to know what the situation is. Either be third down, two minute, red zone, whatever it may be. If we take all those things into consideration, okay, on every single snap, we as a defense will have a successful down. And I'm a firm believer of that. That's look. That's overly impressive, right there. You you speak. Look, you already know. You and I, we we've been hanging hang, hanging out for years and years and years, and we speak the same language. Talk to me a little bit about the difference between the secondary last year and what we'll have to do this year. Talking about technique and and, and schemes and, and formations because we had three good corners, and it's sometimes it, it's so easy to just say you guys go play. Now I think this year we're going to have to match up a lot more. Talk a little bit about the difference between the two. Yeah, I think I think I think the best thing about this year is that uh, the the secondary has definitely bought in. Uh, so they're so they're they're trusting the technique or they're trusting the process in the teaching and they're doing things the way they're designed to be done. And I think with that, instead of guys doing their own things, I believe that we'll have much more success as a unit because we got guys not wanting to let the next guy down. So the the model that, you know, one of the things I, I, I model myself after or model these guys after is, hey, we work at work, all right? And then you got to be afraid, in my opinion, to let the next man down, which means that you can't afford to not play with good technique, to not play with good eyes, to not know the situation and not be able to execute. I know that when I came in, I got my, I got my first start uh, my second year. Uh, I, I was 11 years started, came in on my second year, played on the hell of – I'm sorry. <laughs> played on an right. excellent. You're all right. <laughs> played on an excellent defense with the Houston Oilers way back in the day, and I get in the start, and I'm saying here, shoot, these guys are counting on me. I I can't make a mistake, yeah. and I'm afraid to let to let to let these guys down. So the number one thing that I did is I paid attention to detail and I executed. I played the defense the way it's designed to be played, and when it was my time to make a play. Guess what? I made it. 
And that's the same thing I expect out of these guys here. And I, I believe this year, all right, the secondary, you know, because I kind of inherited a secondary last year. But this year I feel like these guys have, have bought in and they're, we're, we're, we really expect to have an outstanding year based on what we see thus far. We're talking to Coach Marcus uh, Robertson. How has how Greg Williams fit in with you this year? <laughs> uh money uh money is money has done an excellent job right. i think he's a he's uh very very uh attention to detail uh which which is uh something that i i pride myself of is attention to detail and he doesn't miss anything and the one thing i, I love about him is that i think we're better in regards with money because of the fact that i i 100 percent trust him in everything he's doing with the corner so we sit down we go up we uh before we go out to practice we talk about it what we want to get done and how we're going to do it. And that's what he goes out and does. He, he does it that way, and we can see the results. I tell you what, if you guys get a chance, I don't, I don't know if you guys get a chance to see film and things of that nature, but if you watch Bradley Roby and Isaac Yitam, okay, and Langley is coming along too because he's a much better player than he was last year, those guys have vastly improved in their technique. Uh, I'm, look, trust me, I, I will be the first to tell you, Marcus, and, and it was no knock against you because I know you personally, but I several, several, several times last year in my speeches after the games was like, these corners need technique coaching because it's a, you know how it is, man. Cornerback, you play corner in college as well. It's an intricacy yes, position. It's a technician position, and if it's not and if it's not day-to-day, we understood that, that I thought the corners regressed. So I'm glad that you mentioned that with Greg, and I spoke with Greg already. Man, we're looking forward to you guys having a great year, and, and I, I trust you 100%. So tell me, is the no-fly zone still here, or are we going to be looking for it? No, nah, no, nah, the no-fly zone will be here. And, uh, you know, I mean, I think a lot of it, too, has to do with, you know, I'm all about rushing coverage now. So I do think we got better up front. And I do think those guys are going to apply pressure, but I bet. But I, one thing I can guarantee you is that in the back end we're going to be tight. All right, we're going to be, we going ain't going to be nobody flying in that zone. How about that? <laughs> awesome, coach. Appreciate the time, man. That was uh, very enlightening. Thank you. Thanks, Mark Rob. Appreciate <laughs> hey, it, baby. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. All right, thanks, Doc. <laughs> that was cool. Your official home for Broncos training camp 2018. Let's go, man. Let's go. Orange and blue 760. We got 